Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello with Column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind. I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Reddit did to do and welcome into more important issues. It is Thursday, January 6th. Where are you on January? Where were you on January 6th? Um, we are talking. It, it's a uh, Tennessee. Hey, we we predicted if it was a low scoring affair that Tennessee would lose. So I'm happy to be wrong. I'm happy they grinded that out. Yeah, not great. <laughs> win is a win. A win is a win. It is. And I'll say, I don't know. I wish somebody would find the stat because I'm way too lazy to find it out myself. But how many teams <laughs> have actually won the game where they have never led in regulation? Oh wow! I didn't. I mean, I didn't think about that. Like I didn't realize that was true until you said it. Yeah. Holy crap! I mean, there can't be. It's got to be like what ten ever. <laughs> <laughs> ever? Yeah, maybe ever. Um, <laughs> I kind of like that. Like that's. I, I kind of like having that interesting tidbit. Yeah, there, there's some positive for you from that from that game. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, we we are gonna we are gonna recap the basketball game, of course, against Ole Miss. There, Tennessee gets a victory in overtime. Somehow, some way, they found a way. Um, we're gonna talk about some of the bad. I mean, bad news. It's bad news. You never want to see guys go, no matter what they may mean to the team, and um, or you know what their role is right now, but you never want to see them go. So we're going to talk transfer portal football guys that are on their way out. And um, you know what we need to do an assignment. I'm going to assign to the three of us. Um, I think we need to do uh, some transfer portal research. Is there, can we access like just a list of transfer portal people? Like we need to find out who Tennessee needs to get. That's what I'm saying. Two, four, seven has a list of like the transfer portal. Yeah. All right. That's our assignment for Sunday. I want to know who, like, because we've just been like, this is who, this is positions we need to get. I'm thinking names. Do you have names yet? I've got some names. Okay, there you go. See, I knew Lano would be on that. Uh, and then we've got a bone to pick with, uh, was it D1 Baseball? Is that who released it? Oh, it was a That's right, it collegiate was. baseball newspaper. Okay, we've got a bone to pick with collegiate baseball newspaper. Let me get that correct. No, I kind of like having the question mark on Just that. butcher it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's fine. We got a bone to pick. Tennessee 34. 34? See, that even sounds I, I did say it right. That is it. It sounds absurd saying out loud. Mm-hmm. 34. So we've got a bone to pick about the baseballs, um, and we're excited. We're excited for them. Uh, if you got questions, drop them in the chat. Let, let's uh, let's let's talk a little bit. Let's let's get this, um, this show going. Tennessee, we did say it, did beat Ole Miss in overtime. 66 to 60. I did not know the stat that Tennessee never led in that game. That is absolutely insane. 
and we saved the best for last. Yeah. It was ugly. <laughs> I think it's just safe to say the first thing, Tennessee's just not a good shooting basketball team. I think we've seen enough where we can probably come to realization that we're just not a great shooting team. You know what drives me nuts, too, is I feel like uh, more than just being (laughs) not great at shooting, I feel like Tennessee's shot selection is very questionable. And I I do like to be a little bit more aggressive, kind of looking for early shots, quick shots, looking to to hit the the deep three. But I just feel like we – I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe it's one of those things that you got to just live with when your team's this way and you, you want to see a high-scoring team. But it's very frustrating to see good shots available and the guy just already made up his mind that he's shooting this when he catches it. Um, and that defender – like Ole Miss did a great job flying outside of the ball and, and defending us on the perimeter. And, and I feel like we just kept trying to force it and force it and force it when there were probably better shots available in that, uh, in that offensive set. Yeah, I mean – at some point, do they just not – hey, I mean, like, I don't go – like, if I'm playing in a basketball game, I don't go from half court and just chuck it up because I know the percentage of me actually hitting that shot. So, if you're shooting 20%, why are you still taking those shots? I mean, I love Josiah Jordan-James, but holy crap, man. Like, go to the – if that's not hitting, go to the basket. Yeah, and I think it's different for everybody too. Like it, a guy like which you know, when I'm about to read off these stats, it's um, yeah, you may kind of disagree with me because they're identical pretty much. Um, but like a guy like Vescovi, who who you know can um, can hit that often, like you want him to shoot out of a slump. Like you want him to shoot when it's available. He did go four for ten. Josiah Jordan James went two for five. So identical percentages. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you may disagree with me now, but it's different for for each type of player. A guy like Josiah, who, like you said, he's a he's a big dude, and he and he's quick. He's more more times than not, he should be an offensive mismatch. He should either be too fast for the big guy or, or too either lengthy or too tall <laughs> for the quick guy. Correct. So yeah, you don't want to see him just f- keep forcing and forcing and forcing that three when it's not there when it's not hidden. Yeah, it's, I mean, he, he did shoot better. I mean, Tennessee's just got to get some consistency with some players. I mean, Santiago Vescovi, um, no. Santi, I'm just going to call him Santi, um, is, he's the most consistent player on this basketball team, which wow. is nuts because he's <laughs> been everything but that the, his first two years on campus. But this year he seems to be Tennessee's most most consistent player. Um, we thought it would be Kennedy Chandler. You know, I don't know if it was just a, you know, he had a kind of rough game against Arizona and then, you know, COVID, maybe he's recovering from that. But he just didn't look himself last night. John Fulkerson, you never – he could have a career game like he did against Arizona and then he can come out and have zero rebounds and five points against a bad old Miss team. You just don't know yeah. what you're going to get with some of these players. But, uh, yeah, it seems like – Santi is our most consistent player right now. Wow. I mean, yeah, I, I, it definitely seems that way. I'd be interested to see what kind of the, the, the stat sheet says. But when you say it, um, I certainly agree with you when you, when you kind of think about the rest of the field. So yeah. that's – yeah, he, he has been pretty con- – and I think he's gotten – we talked about how he looked quicker this year. I think he's he's played really, really good defensively. And maybe he, last he night just, skewing it. More athletic, like he's just not a, a shooter. He can, 
you know, go to the basket every now and then, but he's on the floor. He's getting steals, um, you know, running the floor. It, it just seems like he's using his athleticism, and, and that might be just because he's more in shape. I don't know. It, it seems that way. <laughs> what about the uh, scrum I, late in the game? Like, which, at, which like right at, like, half court. I mean, was that not the ugliest? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like sequence of basketball you've ever there, seen. There were a lot of ugly se- sequences of basketball. <laughs> that's true. I mean, there were so many that I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in basketball. And then the next, like the very, like where the steal or the turnover happened, that very next offensive possession for the other team, I'm like, no, that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen mm-hmm. in all of basketball. And we I also feel like- have to lead the country in getting on the floor. Whether it's us just tripping or getting on a loose ball, we give effort, but we seem so clumsy. Let me ask you: That's clumsy. Is how many hard dives have you seen to the floor? It all feels like slow topples. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) like I don't know. It was just not a lot of hard dives. It's just ugly basketball, and and I don't really know how to fix it. I've got a question too. So there was that one play. It was like maybe midway through the second half where uh, I can't remember who it was for Ole Miss, drove to the basket, and I think it was U- – no, probably not Roche. Somebody like b- essentially blocked the shot. The guy holds on to the ball, goes to the floor, and then he's able to call a timeout. <laughs> I feel like that like that had to be a, a walk or a, a, a jump ball. And also, like that's another thing. The, the announcers kept talking about how weird the game was. I feel like it was a weird officiated game too. I'm not – I don't – I don't know if bad's the right word. It was just weird. There were a lot of weird things that happened in that game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, number one is Tennessee didn't get their first basket until 12-24 left in the first half. Um, that, you scored 19 points in the first half, and you scored yeah. 15 in five minutes of overtime. I mean, the, like, nothing about that game made any sense whatsoever. Their, no, their think- best player, Fagan, He's not their best player. He's he tripled his scoring output that he has the entire season, and uh, I think he was shooting like twenty five percent from three. He was averaging like point two threes per game and went five for six last night. So um, I, I know they're missing their their leading score score and joiner, but uh, you know Fagan, you know more than made up for that with right. you know his. <laughs> And does it seem like to you that anytime Tennessee plays somebody, they have one guy on the opposing team that just has a phenomenal game? Oh, I mean, for even every, Arizona, like every Tennessee sport. Yeah, they're um, you know he was their leading scorer, but he had like twenty five points. I mean, it just seems like every time somebody is getting theirs. Um, oh yeah, against Tennessee. I mean, we. Oh, and, and defense is our thing. Uh, I think Santi uh, mentioned that defense is their identity. Well, it kind of has to be because offense, there is none. I mean, and playing good defense late in the game is what, what – and I know Ole Miss just played some abysmal basketball on top of it, but that's what, what won you the game in the end was your defense. Yeah, for sure. But 27 turnovers, you would think you'd score more than 66 points. And you, and you should, yeah. Right. And you should. Good you defense gotta, turn into offense, and it just we're so bad on offense right now. It's not leading to that. Yeah, you got you got to capitalize, and and uh, and that's another like you you got to do it consistently. Um, 
Because how, how soon does that defense go away if if you're not making the most of it? Yeah, but, I mean, defensively, I mean, our guards are – I mean, let's look at the steals. Um, 17. Yeah, 17 steals. Vescovi Z- – Santi Z- had Ziegler three. Had five. Yeah, Ziegler had five. Chandler had four. I mean, our guards are smothering. They might be – they're not the biggest. Right. But they're smart. They know where it helps at. Um, and they they got quick hands where they can swipe at that ball or um, jump passing lanes. It's just fun is, to watch. On right. Defensively. Is, is Ziegler going to be just your sixth man, sixth man of the year all year? Or does he – like, I mean, I just don't think he fits into the starting lineup. Like, I don't think he could really replace anybody. Right. But do, do, could he? Like, is there a point where you're just like – just well, get like just get at, it in there. At what point, if you're not getting anything from John Fulgerson, at what I, Rick Barnes is never going to do this. But at what point he did it against Ole Miss? John Fulgerson didn't finish that game. Right. He went out with like three minutes left in regulation and didn't come back in. Um, so they played Ziegler and moved Josiah to the four. So you played basically four yeah. guards, um, played smaller ball, but you're more athletic, you're better defensively, and. Jemai Meshack played six minutes last night and had three rebounds. John Fulkerson played 18 and didn't have a single rebound. I mean, that's just – number one, it's not like him. And, and number two, you just can't have that from your bigs. Right. Right. Golly. Yeah, those are mm. – Hey, another shocking stat. Before the game last night, Viscovi was shooting 74% from the free throw line. Yeah, that is weird. But he's Good like three, he's, he's like 90% in the last four minutes of a basketball game. Really? Oh, he just likes that heartbeat going a little <laughs> yeah. bit. He just needs a little, needs a little adrenaline pumping. Well, and what you're talking about with the bad shot selection, it seems like if it's a bad shot, he's hitting those. But if it's <laughs> wide open, he ain't hitting. His no, his no, 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 no shots always go in. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. Oh. Yeah, he's. I think he might have a better statistic for that than Lamonte. Lamonte just has the bigger one right now. Yeah, yeah, it's always at the end <laughs> of the game, for sure. <laughs> but hey, man, like you just said, Josiah's had a couple of those this year. A the no, no, nos that go. Oh God, he's had a few this year. You got to give him that credit. A- Every one that he shoots is a no, no, no for me. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. That's a good point. Um, weird night. I know both teams are, are happy to have that one in their rearview mirror and get it done with. I know Ole Miss would like to win it, but I know they're like, thank God we just got out of there. Um, yeah. I mean, freaking – what's his name? Almost had a heart attack. Um, Kermit. Kermit just kept getting redder and freaking redder. I got worried for him. I was like, hey, are we going to check his BP real quick? Like, what's going was on he, uh, Was he Bruce red? Oh, he, he was red. broader than his shirt at one point. Oh, man. Dude, it was and it was nuts how quick it changed. It was impressive. It was impressive. Um, I don't know if we want to kind of get to the preview later, just knock it out now. But Tennessee does travel to Ole Miss on um, Saturday. That's a six PM tip off. What I say? Oh, you said Ole Miss. Oh, okay, LSU. I knew I said you the wrong that thing. back I was like, to I back. Baby. I was like, I don't even know what I said. <laughs> um, they will go to LSU at home and home, right? Um, we'll go to LSU. Apparently, Ron Slay is going to be on the call with Bob Kessling on Saturday. I heard night. that. So I may need to listen to the radio. 
That's you need to get to May need to pull Lynn Mitchell and have ESPN run in with. I, I, it may be like a conflict, like he's got something going on. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, uh, probably something like that. Gotcha. Um, but uh, I may have to pull Lynn Mitchell though and get the radio going simultaneously with the broadcast. So, have to see what, it. see what we do here. Um, but yeah, the Tennessee versus LSU. LSU is uh, is coming off an impressive uh, win against Kentucky. Was that? I'm not doing my days or so. Was that Tuesday or my crazy? It was, it was last night. Okay, Tuesday last night. Yeah, yeah, it was last night. Um, so they did. They did get a, a big, um, big win over Kentucky. So they they definitely are trending in the right direction. But also only scored 55 points and lost to Auburn. Um, what'll be a week ago when they played Tennessee? Yeah, they're they're a very similar team to Tennessee. If you look at their uh, points per game, is right around what Tennessee averages, right at 75. Um, and I think their points allowed is like 55. Um, <clears throat> so really good defensively, just like Tennessee. And uh, got some good guards. Xavier Pinson, if that name sounds familiar, he was at Missouri and transferred to LSU. Um, I'm sure there was no money involved there whatsoever. It was probably – it w- probably wasn't a strong-ass offer this time. <laughs> yeah. It was just a strong offer. Um, yeah, and then you got Darius Day's – Terry Eason is their two leading scorers, so uh, both their scores are forwards. But uh, Xavier Pinson also averages 11 points per game, uh, four and a half assists, two two and a half steals. So uh, I think they average more steals in Tennessee, which is wild. I think they're right at 12, <laughs> Tennessee's right at 10. So um, going to be another defensive battle. So if you're uh, big on betting over and unders, I would lean the under. <laughs> Yeah, I think it, I'm with you. I think it's going to be more of a defensive game. I wonder, have we looked at it? What's it set at right now? Um, also, LSU finds a way to have their best game against Tennessee always. So that's also true. Um, I wouldn't expect anything less from them. I mean, this uh, is a, I, this has got to be a big game for Rick Barnes. He's got to find a way to beat an Alabama, Auburn, or LSU. Yeah. Well, I mean, and not just for that. I mean, it's literally a top. <laughs> top 25 matchup like yeah it's an sec this is one of those games that if you want to find yourself not just at like you know in the top group if you want to find yourself at the top of the sec at the end of the season like this is the team you have to beat this is one yeah. of them um it's going to be lsu auburn kentucky um arkansas at I say alabama alabama like those are the teams you've got to beat if you want to just be if you want to be at the top not just in that group for sure yeah go find us a win Saturday, you said that's at six. Yeah, it's a six p.m. tip ball. I'm trying to find the over under because I'm I'm really curious because I'd be willing to take it at like it might not be. I'd, I'd be willing to take the under at like one. Let's see what what would that be one like one one twenty five. No, no, I think that's too low for me. Uh, maybe maybe one twenty five. I mean, if we're scoring not in the first half, he, he yeah, like that. That's, that's flirting with it a little bit. I, I, I don't know. Let me let me look at it and give you a good gauge. I, like I think like 130, 135, I'd be like 100% give it to yeah. me. Okay. Um, but I think, yeah, I don't know. I also don't do a lot of over-unders in, in college basketball. And if I do, I do take the under. Yeah. I don't ever take the over in college basketball. No. It's got to be hard to find games, right? 
do you think let me ask you this question do you think the fulgerson kenny chandler you think that was just a fluke just uh getting over some sickness it is their first game back i don't know how much they practice with the team um you know prior to that game too so i I gotta i mean even if they did they, they didn't practice for probably close to a week five five days whatever that you know whatever kind of protocol they were in um so i think that probably does have a little bit to do with it um i think I, I would nothing against John Fulgerson. He's just speaking of inconsistent. He's been that this year. I think Kenny Chandler's been a little bit more consistent. You mentioned the Arizona game, um, that, you know, but other than that, he he's been for the most part involved, uh, whether he's scoring a lot of points or not. So I, I definitely think there's some fluke aspects to it. But I think you find out LSU like if if one of them has a big game or both of them have a big game, then yeah, you you chalk it up to a fluke. I, I think it's something you you gotta see what happens really. Right. I don't know if you can call it right now or not. Unless you just yeah, want I mean, me to take those a stand. Those definitely uh, need to get going for Tennessee to have, you know, make some noise in March. Yeah, and Kenny Chandler looked great in the, uh, you know, you talk about Fiscovi being 90% in the last four minutes of a ball game. Kenny Chandler looked real good in the last four minutes of that ball game. Oh, yeah. Uh, getting to the basket, that's where he, that's what he needs to do more of. He needs to get to the rim. That's too. You talk about fluky. Like it, he didn't hit a lot of those, um, those, uh, those, those layups that he hits the high off the backboard. He didn't start hitting those till late in the game. So it's like, I mean, how much, how much has he been playing um, yeah. lately, or you know, in the gym lately? Uh, Tommy Underwood also asked about Brandon Hunley Hatfield. Um, he even said he just asked us he deserved more minutes, eight points against Bam in the first half, and never really played after that. I, I think. I think Bradley Hunley Hatfield is always going to have a chance. I think Urosh has played better the last two games, and that's probably diminished his minutes. I don't know what kind of your thoughts yeah. are on that. I think he definitely – I mean, when we're talking about who probably gives us more, I got to think it's Bradley Hun- Brandon Hunley Hatfield. Um, I think the encouraging part is if he keeps kind of doing what he's, you know, been doing. I mean, he was only in for three minutes and, and had a rebound and a steal. Um, did have two turnovers in that. That might have diminished his time there in that short – short span, but I, I got to think if he just keeps coming in the game in short spurts, he's going to get more chances. Cause I don't know if Urosh can continue doing it. Yeah. He, he didn't, he only played like what he played three minutes on um, last night and had right. two turnovers in, in that amount of time. He did have a steal, did have a rebound. Um, yeah. Just got to be more consistent, kind of like everybody else. But I will say this, with the lack of kind of production that we've had out of either – I know Olivier had a good game last night, but he's had some games where we're just like, do we have anybody else? I think he's at least been one of the more consistent uh, bigs. <laughs> I agree. Um, but yeah, I mean, with John, if one of those two guys are struggling, I think Brandon Hunley Hatfield should be the next guy. I know yeah. Urosh has played better, but I think – if you're looking at even building for a future, he's got to he's got to be a guy that gets more minutes. Because um, if he doesn't, I feel like he's a guy that probably doesn't go to the draft, but he probably leaves if he doesn't get any more playing time than this in the transfer portal. And I don't think Tennessee can really afford to lose a big. You're already losing Fulgerson. I don't think you can lose another one because you don't have anybody coming in. Um, 
high school wise, I mean, that transfer portal is always open. You know, we saw mm-hmm. it today with football. It's a revolving door. But um, yeah, don't want to lose. Don't want to lose a big man um, that has that kind of potential because right. you're just not playing him. Yeah, I would, I'd, <laughs> I'd agree with the not one to lose in part for sure. For sure. Um, anything else for kind of the LSU game before we move on to speaking of uh, transfer portal? Will Wade looks like a cow zone. <laughs> and I hate him. Uh, God, I'd love oh, nothing yeah. more to beat them. Please beat them. Yeah, I, I, I hate I hate LSU <coughs> basketball um, almost as much as I hate Brian Kelly. So, a little two for there, guys. LSU. Did you, did you watch that video I sent you? Shoot, I, I open. I'm gonna watch it right now. So okay. let's yeah. let's jump into transfer portal. Um, some guys hit the transfer portal today while I'm watching this. Do I need to do? I need volume. No, you don't. You don't really need. Volume. Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna you you tell us who hit the transfer portal while. Uh, okay. Yeah, so you had some um, Tennessee players enter that portal. You had uh, Tyler Barron. You had D. Beckwith and Will Albright. <laughs> you watching? I can hear it. <laughs> what am I on? I, I hope this gets taken. I hope our video gets taken down because of that. I don't know what my audio always. Um. Yeah, Tyler Barron, D. Beckwith, Will Albright. Um, I think Tyler Barron's, you know, he's definitely the guy that maybe is, I mean, he's definitely the biggest loss out of those three guys, but I think it's like, I just didn't understand that one. Um, and you know, maybe when you put everything together, maybe it makes a little bit more sense, but, um, it was just a guy who seemed to be a leader on this team, seemed to love to be here, seemed to, uh, you know, he's from Knoxville. I know he's from originally from Nashville, but you know, moved to Knoxville, played at Knoxville Catholic, um, you know, with his buddies Cade and, and Cooper. So it, it just seemed. I know his dad was on staff. His dad hasn't been on staff for a while after being on staff for like eight years. So I don't know if that has really, you know, swayed him to to hit the portal. But it, it's kind of been a rumor that he was thinking about it, and, and then he, you know, it, it happened today. I don't know. It just seems. You know, you saw his production from his freshman year to sophomore year jump up. He had, uh, what, three sacks this year? Um, I can pull up his stats. I'm not sure. Yeah, he had four sacks. Four sacks, 30 tackles. Um, you know, dealt with some injuries, so that probably, you know, hampered him playing uh, you know, more than he did. And then Byron Young, when he got eligible, um, kind of took a step back. But even in the bowl game, they finally played those two together. Mm-hmm. So I just don't really – I don't really get it. I mean, you have the best defensive line coach in the country in Rodney Garner. Yeah, which I know there's now some rumor. Uh, you mentioned it. There's some rumor about Tyler Barron leaving um, you know, probably about a month ago before the bowl game. And, and I was trying to, like, find those tweets again, and I couldn't. I was like, did I dream that? I swore it had been rumored. I, when did his dad leave Tennessee? Like, when, when did that exit happen? I don't know exactly when it was. Apparently, a, a UT spokesperson said today that he resigned, but didn't say when. But he gotcha. hadn't, he hasn't been with the program for a, a while. You know, probably okay. a couple months. Gotcha. Okay. Um, he was the so director I, of um, was it player development? 
I think it was player development. Okay. Um, so yeah, I knew like I knew I'd heard the rumor about Tyler Barron potentially hitting it, and, and um, no no real details behind it. So I didn't know how true it was. Um, and then um, Richard, you mentioned Garner, best defensive line coach. There's some rumors out there that he's getting some uh, strong ass offers himself uh, to to leave Tennessee, and um, Richard Pickle thinks we're going to lose him. Uh, I I don't know if Tyler Barron leaving is the telltale sign. Um, yeah, and Ronnie Garner, I'm pretty sure just bought a house in Knoxville. Oh, come on, for him and his family. So, I, I don't that, stop that, him. that would be, uh, I don't stop him. I, I, I know, I mean, but it, it definitely it helps Tennessee's case, <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, I mean, there was when he came here last year, there was you know, talk about how he wanted to, you know, he was he was very happy at Tennessee, like, be, you know, getting here, being here. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know if that sways the decision either. I mean, I'm sure. And he's not a guy with... that's jumped around. He, he's been at a lot of – he's been at some different places, but he's stuck to those places for years. He was at Auburn for years. He was at Georgia. He was at Tennessee. Um... <laughs> Sorry, um... Richard. Pickel? <laughs> is that what it is? I just saw that. Sort of I'm going to be honest. That pronunciation guy <laughs> didn't help me a lot, but I'm going to try Pickel. Yes, no, maybe so. Um, yeah, you mentioned that. The, that's another thing, though, too, is if it wasn't in the SEC, I would probably not. I'd be like, ah, no, it's not happening. The fact that it's an SEC team that he's being rumored to, Ole Miss, like that, that makes me like more likely. Not that it will happen. I'm not saying God, that. After that game, this – after that – I mean, they lost their defensive coordinator. Yeah, they did. So – I mean, you're going to make him a defensive coordinator because I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's been offered that before, and he'd rather be a defensive line coach. So yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't understand I mean, the <clears throat> Ole Miss love. I mean, Zach Evans picked Ole Miss. I mean, whatever they're doing <laughs> seems to be working, I guess. Well, I mean, it's funny, you know, you heard a lot of people talk about how Tennessee's staff wasn't up to snub, and you've already had Ole Miss try to pick two of them. So yeah, um, that's funny. Mm-hmm. That's funny. I won't hear that. So, um, right. But as far as the the three guys you mentioned hitting the transfer portal, three is that right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Tyler Barron's the only kind of shocking one. Um, Will Albright. It it just sucks to land a guy that was a leader on this team, and it sucks that you lose a guy who had some production leave, and we're already paper thin on defense. You know, you can't really afford to lose too many guys. I know at that position you have some guys coming in. Maybe that affected his decision. You got James Pierce, Joshua Josephs. Um, you know, Jared Verse is supposed to make a decision here pretty soon between us and Florida State. Maybe that scared him off. I don't know. Um, it just seems like a weird – it seems like a weird time, number one. Like, why play in the bowl game if you plan on transferring? No, good for him. Good for him. Why not out, guys? Yeah, I'm it just seems like play the game. It seems like his decision was probably already made up. It might have been, or you know, it might have been getting to deciding factor. I mean, it may just. I mean, I I don't know when his decision making even started. Like it could have started in early December, you know, after the season had already concluded, and then 
he may have wanted to kind of wait patiently, go through the the rest of the season with his team and make the decision then. I think that's and that's more respectable than some of the guys that make it early on. Um I'd especially have been a secondary. Guy, especially a guy that doesn't even finish the season because it's not like you can transfer in the middle of the season. It's not like you can transfer during the bowl season. So right. yeah, I, I respect it. It might have been the secondary. I mean, I, I almost wanted to hit the transfer portal too after watching that <laughs> secondary play in the bowl game. Oh, uh, love it. Love it. Uh, what's up with the basketball team not shooting very good, Richard asked. As Landon said, we're just not a good shooting basketball team, I think, unfortunately. Yeah. There's no unfortunately. Um, You said you had some names, and and, and I want to come back with some names on Sunday, but what are some names in the transfer portal that you think Tennessee needs to, to pick up? Um, I think Isaiah Nair, um, I think I'm saying that right, out of um, – Wyoming wide receiver had over 800 yards last season, 12 touchdowns, 44 receptions. I think he's a guy that, that you could definitely see. Um, I think he's supposed to visit this weekend, actually. So um, we will see what happens there. Tennessee could definitely use a wide receiver in the portal after losing Javante Payton and Bayless Jones to the, I guess, NFL. I guess. I mean, they're yeah. going to try it. Um, right. And then. Um, Brandon Joseph, Tennessee's talking with the Northwestern safety. He was an All-American in 2022 with six interceptions. He had three picks this past season um, to go along with 79 tackles and a sack. Um, so those are kind of the three. And Jared Verse, obviously, the defensive end from Albany, had nine, nine and a half sacks last season. Those are the three guys Tennessee has been linked to. Um, I mean, I would go for anybody that is on defense, preferably linebacker, <laughs> DB. Um, linebacker, DB, I, I think, is where Tennessee, you know, and offensive tackle. Yeah. Um, I know Carroll from Notre Dame hit the portal. I can't remember his first name. Um, but he's a guy that I don't know if Tennessee's actually looked at him. I haven't heard that at all. But um, – I would look at any of those big tackle bodies that have some um, power five experience. Right. Agreed. Um, also, we're going all in on Nico Eal Maliava. All in on the 2023 five star quarterback from California. Okay. I like uh, it. The top quarterback in the country out of California is already going to USC, so you don't really have to worry about him um, and Lincoln Riley being linked together. So, all in on Nico. Apparently, he's one of the best volleyball players in the country, too. Interesting. So, I what path he'll choose. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I mean, the Olympics, I don't know. But <laughs> um, there's way – I would say this. There's probably – a way better chance you get more money in college football than you do whatever the Olympics pay you. Apparently, they don't uh, pay probably. Anything. It's a, it's the same model nil essentially. Yeah, they don't pay you, but they you can get you know sponsorships. But well, that's another thing. Like with the transfer portal, are people just like entering it to see if they can get more money elsewhere? Because I, I heard that rumor today, and I'm part of me is like. First of all, it's new. So if you're not an all-world player, like you haven't produced enough on the field, I feel like it's hard to get a deal. 
But like these yeah. incoming freshmen that have that five star, I feel like you have a better chance of landing something. Even I mean, I think though it's, you haven't played. Yeah, I think it's dependent on two on who it is. Like Caleb Williams, which I want to get your thought, like where does he land? Like he's going to have – if if it's about the deals, like he's going to have deals waiting on him. So it's I think it's dependent on who it is though too. I mean, isn't it Tennessee's luck that they finally have, have it figured out at quarterback and all these quarterbacks are in the portal, which I know <laughs> there's probably going to be no more next year. Um Again, going back to it's just a revolving door. You're going to get players, you're going to lose players every year. And players yeah. you don't necessarily want to lose, like a Tyler Barron. Um, but I will say this about Tyler Barron. He's not Henry Toto. I would even say he's Eric Gray. Um, it's kind of like losing Kavaris Crouch, I guess. Right, right. My need for depth-wise, um, and it could be a, a – serviceable starter for you, but not all world. Yeah. I think it's, you, too, it's fine. Land Jared Burst, I, I think you're more than happy with what you got at that position. Is that announcement coming tomorrow? Did I hear that correctly? It was supposed to be yesterday. And it yesterday? Didn't. Okay. Um, that, that was the rumor on Twitter. I don't know where people get some of this stuff, but uh, it's coming soon. I don't know what that means, right. but uh, it should be in the next few days. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, that stuff is just wild. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But I mean, I think Zach Calzada going to Auburn. Yeah, that's interesting. Auburn's not going to improve at quarterback then. You have DJ D- Durkin going to Texas A&M, and you have – I mean, I love ragging on Texas A&M, but that's who they want to lead their defense. He's horrible. And didn't he? Yeah. Didn't he kill a kid too? Yeah. Good God. A lot of a lot of murderers getting hired by SEC teams. My lord. Couldn't be us. I do think it's funny you talk about NIL and transfer portal, like it's getting crazy. And people are like, this is I mean, Nick Saban's just gonna continue to be the best. It's like, I mean, he's been the best for for almost 20 years in college football. I, I don't think this is gonna hurt or help or help him anymore. Like He's just going to continue being the. He's going to continue being Nick Saban. So, yeah, I mean, you can make that argument that the rich get richer in, with the transfer portal because they're able to kind of pick who they want, like a Jameer Gibbs, um, like a Eli Ricks. But I mean, they're going to probably get some of those guys anyway. So, like, right. Um, yeah, I, I will say the portal. He, probably have to be careful with it too. I mean, some people just don't pan out. Like you don't want to be like Michigan state who lands 85 people in the portal and then, you know, put a team together based off portal guys. I just don't think that works out for you very well. Yeah. And I mean, talking about the rich getting richer, like there's still only so many positions on their team. Right. So like only so many guys are going to go there anyways. Mm. Richard said, if we don't get a good defense next year, it'll be another seven and six year. I agree. I agree. Yep. Got a lot to fix on that side of the ball. Got to get defensive. Um, D. Beckwith, hey, going back to him. Impressive. Just couldn't find a position for him. He was kind of a tweener, you know, not a running back, but maybe not fast enough to be a wide receiver, maybe not physical enough to be a tight end or, or play defense. I just feel like he was kind of – they just didn't really know where to put him. 
when he got when he got moved to running back, I didn't I didn't think he would be at Tennessee for four years. I'll say no, that. no, no. I'm pretty confident about that. It's unfortunate. I thought you know he had all the kind of the intangibles, but just couldn't. Like you said, couldn't find a good place to put him on the field. Um, it is what it is. But the two four seven rankings have Jared Verse the number eight overall transfer. Um, they have Brandon Joseph, the Northwestern safety, number nine. And then they have um, Isaiah Neor from Wyoming as a number 21. And there's like a thousand in this list. So <clears throat> definitely those three guys. And you're going to get another kind of wave of people going to the portal after spring practice too. So it's not the end-all be-all. And I think Tennessee has – it looks like their only guys that they're looking to add from high school are along that defensive line with Ahmad Moten, and then um, they offered Jason Jenkins out of Trenton, New Jersey, this past week. Kind of fill out that class a little bit. So, 247 has – Oh, that okay. It must be a prediction, but they have Jared Verse going to Florida State. But they have it one hundred percent. Yeah, I so think it's so. That's just all the crystal balls are going there. I think it's only one. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, one guy, and I think he, I think he rides for Florida State. Interesting. All right. Any other transfer portal news that you want to hit on real quick? It is one, and it is – it's Bud Elliott. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> you got me stumped. I'm out on him. Out on Bud Elliott. Yeah. Cancel Bud Elliott. Everyone go and tweet at Bud <laughs> Elliott. Cancel <laughs> right now. Do it. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to tweet at him and say canceled. Kind Why would you want to go to account? Florida State? We have Rodney Gardner. Hello. So he does write for the Knowles. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm sure there's no bias in that whatsoever. <laughs> Can I do it from the more important issues account? Yeah, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> Um, then you also had some guys mention that they're uh, again going back to the announcement thing. It's just cool to announce everything. I'm gonna tweet out something tomorrow, just a graphic. I'm gonna get Dylan to make us a graphic for just hey, like, I'm going to work today. I'm going to, the, I will use the bathroom at some point today. I'm declaring for the bathroom. <laughs> I, I think we should. I think we should make. It's like tw- it's like Facebook used to be. Caleb Mitchell is mm-hmm. doing laundry right now. Yeah, like you just got to put "is" in front of everything you do now. Mm-hmm. Like it's, a, it's all an announcement. Um, but Trayvon Flowers announced he is coming back to Tennessee for his last year. I mean, where else was he going to go? <laughs> could have transferred, I guess. I don't. Know. Yeah, I guess he could have transferred, but I mean. You're a starter here. You're going to risk not being a starter? Was he 
draft eligible? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what it was about then. Yeah. I'm not. You weren't get drafted. Um, he did have two interceptions, 82 total tackles on the year, one sack. It's good to have it's good to have him back, but kind of like I mean, I assume what you're alluding to, like you didn't really expect him to be gone. Right. Yeah. I mean, definitely a guy that they would love to take that next step in the secondary. Um, just not great secondary play this past season, especially at the safety position. So, you know, they can use Trayvon Flowers again, a guy who's been in the system. It'll be a year or two under Willie Martinez. Hopefully he can develop more and um, you know be somebody in that back end they can count on. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay, any other announcement news then? That's what we got now. Um, I'm going to announce that we're going to go to our next segment. Great segue. Uh, we are. This is our um, bitching and a moaning segment. Um, top 25 rankings. What? What is baseball collegiate national paper <coughs> doing? I have no clue whatsoever. Um, but what they is have it? Tennessee baseball. What is it? What, what's it's the name? Collegiate of the baseball newspaper. Collegiate baseball newspaper. Yeah. What a stupid name for a, what I'm assuming isn't actually a newspaper. They might have a newspaper, but no one you reads. Think they it. have a, You think they have a newspaper? It's an online newspaper. Online newspaper. Those are cool. Oh, their website is so 2008. I love it. Have you been on their website? (laughs) They do have a newspaper. Get on their website right now. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to give them any clicks. I mean, it's even hilarious scene. Number 34, Tennessee, 15 and 18. Yeah. And right in front of them, Georgia. 31 and 25. Yeah, I saw that too. And I was just like, <laughs> what in the world is going on? Oh, I love that. Hey, they're, they're, it's presented by Big League Chew. I'm not hating. This is, this is cool. This is someone grinding <laughs> it out following collegiate baseball. These are the people that have brought collegiate baseball from the dark, you know, literally dark times where they were not getting any coverage. So I'm not hating. It's just funny. And I disagree with your poll. I'd also like to see how you get your poll. North Carolina, number 25, 28 and 27 last year. (laughs) I understand that we lost a lot of guys, but what we have coming in and what we have returning, I don't see how you can be confident putting Tennessee outside the top 25. I know perfect game, put them at number 21 today. But, I mean, Central Michigan, UC Santa Barbara, UC Irvine, Louisiana Tech, <coughs> uh, Georgia Tech. I just don't – I don't understand. Oklahoma State, do they even play baseball? Sorry, I am counting how many SEC teams are in front of <coughs> – in front of Tennessee, seven. So seven. So I mean, you know, I'm sure that maybe has a lot to do with their their rankings in terms of playing an SEC schedule. But I mean, that's like Arkansas at number twenty. That's insane. 
And I think I missed LSU. Where were they at? Oh, LSU is so like number three. Yeah. Okay, yeah. One, two, three. So hold on a second. Four, five, six, seven. So I believe it's eight teams. Eight SEC teams in front of Tennessee. So I'm sure that has a little bit to do with it. But it's like even Arkansas is ranked, you know, really far back. Um I don't know, and it, it just it does seem like you said to see what Tennessee has returning. Insane that they would put them at at thirty four and behind some of the teams that you named, yep. Central Michigan. Um, I mean, I, I think even Georgia, like I, like they even one spot. I think <laughs> that's pretty crazy. So yeah, I, it's <clears throat> interesting poll for sure. Um, excited to get baseball underway. Yeah, I think they start February 18th. Um, they'll welcome Georgia Southern in Knoxville. We were there last year, and the, so they're coming to us this year to start off uh, the new season. It'll be fun. I, I think Tennessee is going to really depend on their um, two of their best hitters in Drew Gilbert and, uh, and Jordan Beck. I think Kyle Booker will take the next step in his development. You still got Luke Lipsius, Evan Russell. You got Blade Tidwell, who's a preseason All-American. Uh, Chase Dolander, who is uh, – I think he was at Georgia Southern. And then um, Chase Burns. I mean, you just got a lot of – you got a lot of new talent in the bullpen. You got Camden Sewell back. Revenant Walsh is back. Um, so that bullpen is – Set and ready to go, but that rotation I, I think is just going to be nasty. Yeah, agreed. And not making Drew Gilbert a preseason All American is laughable. <laughs> well, he can and he can he can prove himself. So, and, and that like, like like Tennessee being thirty four, they get to prove themselves. So, it's and he's he that kid is just different. So, anytime you leave him out, he's just going to prove you wrong. So, do it. I, I applaud that. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait um, to see all these bat flips going. Were, were you saying something about Lindsey Nelson before I hopped on here? Um. Yeah, I was saying that I need to get – I'm going to call them tomorrow to see if we can reserve a porch for a Saturday SEC game. I think that'd be a lot of fun to kind of get everybody together, get everybody just hanging out, enjoying some baseball um, out there in the out, outfield. Maybe wreak some havoc. Do you have? Yeah, we we need to. That'd be a ton of fun. Um, let's let's look for like a what should be a warmer day too, like later yeah. in the season, yeah. which I think most of the SEC is later in the season. Right. But and if it's not warm, all right. We'll start a fire out there. Caleb started if, the fire. If anyone's listening to this that's involved with ticket sales at Lindsey Nelson, we are not going to start a fire. Yeah, Wink. we'll just light up the grill a little bit. Warm up. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. All right. We'll talk about that later then. Um, also, speaking on that news, what? because um, how many tickets are that? 20? 10? Yeah, I think so. 20. 20. So uh, some of you all can join us, I'm sure. There'll be plenty left over, I think. Yeah. Uh, maybe not plenty is probably not the right word, but some. Yeah. Some select few VIPs. Right. 
Um, and also kind of on that news, I would drop the link to the store tonight. We have shirts available. We have baseball school shirts available. Um, and then some more in the works. So what's in the store right now, some stickers, um, what's in the store right now is not what's only going to be in the store. So we'll tweet out that link and it'll be there for the foreseeable future. Yep. Again, just, I just saw your tweet, but Elliot canceled. (laughs) Um, man, I'm excited for baseball season. I really am. And, And I don't know if it's just the basketball team, you know, their lack of shooting, or lack of – I mean, they're shooting. Um, lack of made <laughs> shots is just pushing me more toward that. I hope they pull me back in, but I just don't know what, really what to think about this basketball team. But I'm excited for baseball. Excited to get that team um, rev back up. Tony Vitello, um in the face of umpires again. It's just electric factory, all of it is. Yeah, I, I don't think it's basketball. I don't think it's lack of basketball. I've been excited for this baseball season since it ended. Yeah, um, I agree. So, like, even throughout the football season when it was fun, um, definitely at the end of the old Miss game, I was thinking about it a little bit more. But its I don't think it's been a lack of excitement elsewhere. I think it's just been there's so much excitement surrounding the program right now that I can't wait to be back in Lindsey Nelson and fired up with uh, – I hope the, uh, the legends of Lindsey Nelson will return. I don't know how many have moved on. I don't know if the ringleaders moved on or if there's multiple ringleaders, but I hope you guys are there. Yeah, for sure. I hope you all are there. So, um, all right. Well, do we have any? Do we have any questions before the show? I haven't. I think we've answered all of them that have popped in. I've not been on Twitter the whole time, so I'm not sure if there've been any in there. Um, think about it, Richard. Um, that we need. Oh. Then you kind of cut out. No, I'm, I'm just reading this. Oh, sure. You told Mims he wasn't going to get to play, I assume is what you meant? Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. And he would have started for Tennessee. <laughs> hey, I don't know. Maybe he will change his mind. Maybe – I don't know if you have a relationship with him, Richard, but maybe he uh, – maybe you are his, his guiding light. Maybe. We'll see. I'll take it. What, hey, however what was his response? That's what I want to know. What was his response? That'll tell me a lot of. Uh, I mean, if you're a wide receiver, just look at Cedric Tillman's development under Josh Heupel in one year. Yeah, that's that should sell you. Take that for an NIL deal. I mean, <clears throat> Cedric Tillman's going to actually make money for an NFL team because of his two seasons under Josh Heupel. Yeah, and I think that's who's – I mean, that's going to play into it still with the NIL money, um, you know, in terms of how 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 NFL-ready can you be. I don't know. Has Marius Mims played at all for Georgia at all? I don't, I don't know. That's who Richard was talking about. I mean, he would probably play for Tennessee. There's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> it's a thin offensive line. Yeah. Um, how about – Lady Vols, getting it done. I, I just saw they whooped up on Texas A&M. And I think it was 21-20 to 20, Texas A&M at the end of the first quarter. Oh, wow. So and they're, uh, so they beat A&M. They're 14-1. and one. Their only loss is to Stanford, who was ranked. Oh, what were they at the time? What were they at the time? 
They were number three at the time. Number three. I was about to say three. Didn't feel confident. I don't know what they are now. So they're now, they're, now they're number two. Okay. So their only loss is to number three ranked Stanford. Um, and then they play Ole Miss on Sunday. I'm trying to see when they play South Carolina. UConn, February 6th. They play South Carolina uh, February, February 20th. Yeah. But 14 and 1 so far. Let's get it. They play UConn uh, February 6th. Ooh. Screw UConn. <laughs> um, but yeah, they uh, got it done against Texas AM, beat them 73 to 45 after uh, trailing after the first quarter 21 to 20. Second AM. Yep. Uh, the second quarter was massive for Tennessee. Scored 22 points to Texas A&M seven. I'm a big oh, fan of uh, in the fourth Kelly quarter. Arnold. A&M scored three points. Oh wow! Also, when can men's basketball move to quarters? I don't know. Also, want to see it 12 minute quarters. There's too much stoppage for me. Yeah. That's just sports now because of the TV. Yeah. Wait. That much. guy in the freaking red that always comes out on the damn football field every time. I hate that guy. Me and Sam who he is. He might be a nice yeah. guy, but I hate him. That's that's what me and Sam were talking about. We're like, I mean, I, that guy could be the nicest guy in the world, but I hate him. I hate <laughs> yeah. him so much. And where we were sitting one game, his his friends, family, like it was. I'm assuming he knew him. They may have been his tickets. I, I have no idea. Um, he came, he came and was talking to people right behind us, and I was like, I mean, me and Sam have been complaining about this guy the whole time. Like, get <laughs> off the field. <laughs> get off. So, yeah, i got to be the most hated guy in Neyland Stadium. Um, even when Lane Kiffin was there, I think people probably hated him a little bit more too. So Yeah, until the end, probably. <laughs> he hadn't got, yeah, he hadn't gotten a golf ball thrown at him, so I don't know. Yeah. But if it was a titleist, like, you can throw titleist Pro Vs at me if you want. I will welcome – anybody that wants to throw a Pro V1 at me can do it anytime they want. Bet. Bet. <laughs> also, like I like people have done the rumors about like maybe it was a top golf ball someone found in the stadium. I, I don't even think the top golf I think the top golf balls were white. So I don't even know how that could be true. Which I guess they could have had both and just had white when we hit, but I don't know. I like a good conspiracy theory though. Yeah, got I'm, I'm up for I'm up for whatever. I'm gonna try to get you ready for uh, what's trending? Yeah, what's trending? What do you got, Joe? You want to get in here on this? Also, Joe, do you have a pink daddy hat ready for baseball season? You gonna get you one of those? I'll grab one. All right, all right, I like it. Um, first thing I got for what's trending is oh god, what I had something. Oh, QBU. No, that's stupidity. Never mind. <laughs> um, it's it's NIL. It's Caleb Williams. Did y'all see this where um, Charlie Batch, I don't know who that is, but he said, hey, Caleb, have you considered Eastern Michigan? If not, you should. Game Above Capital is prepared to pay you $1 million for one year. Are you ready to be an Eagle? You go to Eastern Michigan for one to finish up your college career for a million dollars? Richard, that sold me. That sold me right there. 
Would you be an eagle for a million dollars, Joe? One thousand percent. There's not a lot I wouldn't do for a million dollars. I'll say that. <laughs> take that for what? Take that. If anybody wants to reach out to me about any old deals, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, also, I got the Music City Bowl. I know we're never going back there again because we're boycotting it, but um, it was the most watched bowl game outside of the New Year's, New Year's Six Bowls. Um, it had 5.6 million, which is the highest Music City Bowl has had since 2010, which we played in that also. And we got screwed in that too. But uh, I think it was the third most um, attended game, too. I think it was the Cincinnati, Alabama, and then there was the Rose Bowl, and then the Music City Bowl. Oh, wow. I, didn't I think the Rose Bowl is number one because that's UCLA, and they got a huge stadium. But, yeah, third most people attended the Music City Bowl. Kentucky fans uh, are sick. I actually have my stupidity about that because apparently that's not true. The most viewed, apparently, non-New Year's Six Bowl. Oh, that's not But true. I'll get into that later. Apparently not. Apparently there was maybe some question about the wording, maybe most non-New Year's Bowl that was watched. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Regardless, it plays into my stupidity, so it's fine. Okay. We're good. It's it, If not, like, I don't know. I don't know how the wording worked out. I don't know how. But it also wasn't on cable, and Kentucky was on ABC. So, on New Year's Day. Hmm. Joe, you got anything? Um, so, Washington football team, as of now, has their release date set for their name announcement. Uh, oh. They've got – well, so, apparently it's supposed to be the Admirals because if you search up Washington Admirals or something, whatever the link is takes you straight to their, their website now. So, they don't know if it's – that's the name or if it's a red herring, but they've got – the technically the finalist names are Armada, Presidents, Brigade, Defenders, Red Hogs, or Commanders. And I'm sorry, but those all suck. Those all suck. Defenders is the best out of those, but those all are terrible. I mean, Admirals isn't awful if that's what they go with, but I think it's bullcrap. You've had a year. I think they should just be the Washington football team. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. I think it gives them some sort of, you know, recognizable name. The defenders, like, who wants to go play for the defenders? People Sounds- want to play for the Washington football team because that's freaking hilarious because they right. don't have an actual mascot. Right. And their stadium yeah. is just awful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think – The colors are terrible. Like, all of it's just terrible. I think they should, like, just go the other direction. Like, they should be some – like, what's a slur for, like, a white person? The crackers. I mean, I, I, yeah, like, they should just go the opposite direction of Redskins. They should. Just a total PR stunt. I think just like a <laughs> just a just a stupid name, just like the the bananas, or just like something so dumb that it's hilarious. Like a pre made like when, what the Washington football team is. Before like the creating teams like were really good where you had to go with like pre generated names. Oh yeah. Like one of those, like yeah. The, I agree. They should do like a like Northwest <laughs> football team. Not even Washington. Just be like a northwest of the United States. Or northeast, not northwest. Just a direction. Like name. I was like wrong, Washington. <laughs> Just like a direction name. I like that. Like like Kim and Kanye's baby. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh god. Or do we know it's Kanye's now, or is that in question? Oh, another conspiracy theory. Oh, I love it. Um, I don't know if I have a what's trending. Snow. ton of snow in Johnson City the other day. Not much in Knoxville. And they got out of school for it today. Mm. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah, they're out tomorrow, too. Are they? Knox County is, yeah. Did it? Wow. Wow, wow. My yard's covered. Um, I don't it? know if that's okay. to do I guess anything with the roads, today. but... yeah. Um, as far as stupidity, I've got, like I said, kind of played into that. Um, so Matt Jones from uh, Kentucky Sports Radio is the one that argued about it. And then he tweeted, and here, and here's what else is a fact. When Tennessee fans use beating Kentucky as their one boast about their program, it shows how far it has fallen. It's like, so we, sh- so you're admitting how bad you are by saying any mark to beat you? Like you're just owning up how bad you are. Yeah. Owning up to how bad you are. I respect it, Matt. Thank you for hopping on that. Appreciate it. We agree. Two and seven. Your savior of a coach is two and seven against Tennessee. I hope they put up a statue of him. Is South Carolina going to put up a statue of Shane Beamer? I mean, they, everybody is talking like he is the gift from God. This is him. This is this man right here. Can you all see that? He's cheering. <laughs> we are up 38-7. to seven. He's cheering after South Carolina scored a late touchdown. He's a small victories kind of guy. Good Lord. Um, my first one is QBU. So, apparently, a – Auburn assistant coach, Austin Davis, I don't know who that is, but uh, they tweeted out or they put a picture of Zach Calzada in their story that said committed. They said, welcome to QB, hashtag QBU, Zach. We're going to mark Auburn as QBU? Y'all are yeah, just going to straight up claim that? They're riding that Cam Newton high. They have to be. Still? <laughs> Good Lord. What's, what's QBU, by the way? It's got to be Oklahoma. Got to be Oklahoma. I agree. Not even close. I mean, I wouldn't put Auburn in the top 50 in QBU. That's a bold claim. But I'm not willing to say it's wrong. Who else would you put? I mean, I'm just saying top 50. (laughs) I mean, they would probably be close to last besides, like, Kentucky at quarterback. LSU's yeah, but, had some bad quarterbacks. I know they got – they did get Joe Burrow. Yeah, but they're not consistent with it. No. And same with Auburn. It's not – they – I mean, no. It's a stretch. They're reaching, obviously. Yeah. <clears throat> um, also, going to LSU again, Brian Kelly said, I'm from Boston. We don't have strong accents. What does that mean? He was talking about the family thing, and he's like, I messed up. I'm from Boston. We don't have strong accents. 
So he kind of admitted that he was being a moron and faking an accent. And then he had the bold claim of Boston people don't have strong accents. Sir, I don't know where you think Boston is at, but the Boston we all know has the strongest accents of all time. Yeah, that's like the cover for accents. It's like the most. <laughs> so yeah, apparently, though, like I was watching I, when I've been glued to TikTok, apparently a lot of people hate on it because they think like, I think there's a section of Boston that is really strong. And apparently there's a section that like does not have the like uh, Mark Wahlberg. um been, um, God bless. Who am I thinking of? Do the state and uh, A Rod's wife. Oh, uh, are you talking about Nick, ben Nick Lachey? Yeah, yeah, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Like, oh, apparently, there's I a lot of Nick like, Lachey. like, apparently, there's like one section of Boston that has that, and like, just a lot, like, some of these famous guys are from it. Mm. But it's like one, it is one section. That's what I've heard. I don't know. I've never been to Boston. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know either, but still to say that it's like, oh yeah, it also doesn't make much sense. Regardless, it's like you still wouldn't have a southern accent. Yeah. Also, Joe, are you wearing a barstool golf shirt hoodie? Oh, yeah. Did you get it for Christmas? I did. My brother got it for me. It's like okay. a little too big, I, so it's a little dirty, it? but it's clean. Yeah, I, love, I, like, I love it. That's nice. Yeah. I like it's the cool. white. Yeah, I like yeah. the white too. Yeah, What's uh? Is it the barstool it's logo? Ballsy. We're in a white hoodie's ballsy. Yeah. I know it's gonna get dirty in like two weeks. <laughs> I love it. Nice. It's like an inside hoodie. Yeah, I, I was like, I was yeah, wondering if you got it for Christmas because I feel like it's a nice hoodie, so it's probably like somewhat worth the money. Like it's a good jacket, but I haven't, I haven't been brave enough to pony up and buy any barstool golf stuff because it's expensive. It is expensive. Kinda... I could totally play golf. I mean, this thing is like it's stretched. Yeah. It's like that polyester, so it feels like it just it feels fantastic. Yeah, I may have to. <laughs> I mean, I bought, I kind of, well, I got this one for Christmas, kind of. It's a golf hoodie, <coughs> technically. But, yeah, I don't I don't know if the I'll. Golf hoodies are in. Everyone's starting to wear hoodies when they play, even like PGA. I know. Smart yeah, I, I started I started doing it last year when it started kind of coming around. Um, and then there's one course in Maryville, I guess, technically. No, I don't know. But uh, that I would wear like sweatpants, too. I wouldn't do that about it. <laughs> I mean, they bad. look, they didn't have like Adidas stripes down the sides, but they were, they were sweatpants. <laughs> That's yeah. great. Uh, any stupidities? more fails? I got one that's well, two. One, uh, I guess Richard Pickel, Pickle. He's just let's recognize him real quick because he's on one in the chat. He's going off. Yeah. What's respect? It's commitment. Um, my my fail is um, it's like humbling almost. Just to, I'll just get into it. So there's like a show. Have you seen the 90 Day Fiance thing? Yeah. It's some show or whatever, TLC, but some girl from it, Stephanie Maddow, Maddow, whatever, started selling farts in a jar. One of those weird, like, <laughs> you got Caleb's attention. <laughs> yeah, that's all you forgot, Caleb. That was, I might need to replay that one, but that was, um, hey, that's how Caleb got sick. That's all right. That's not COVID. Right. Um, <laughs> But she's made like two hundred thousand dollars about it from it. But anyway, so she had to retire or whatever. You get out of the game of selling your farts in a jar because she thought she had a heart attack. Turns out she's just been eating like straight like gaseous foods or something. So she's got all sorts of complications and gas problems. But she had to go to the hospital. She thought she had a heart attack. But I didn't even know you can make money doing that. But if you can make two, the hell, 
I need money. Two hundred thousand dollars? You kidding me? I'll hold in a fart till I can get a jar in my hand. Hundred percent. I don't have to hold in farts to get a jar. I mean, I'm just being honest. Like I could just, I, you know, how many jars I could make? Well over two hundred thousand dollars. Because I could. Put, you said you was making fifty thousand a week, which means <laughs> yeah, like a month before the health. Consequences came. I want to see. I want to see somebody like open up the package and open up the jaw. I want to see a reaction to that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a. I'm sure there's a uh, a market out there for like people who do it out of fetish. I think there's a market for gag gifts. So I think we may need to hop on this. Like (laughs) that is the definition of gag gift. Like yeah, I know. Like this is a mason. This is a nice mason jar in this gag gift. Like wow, what a gift! Open it, put it on your shelf, and. Just a waft of landing fart hits you, like that's funny. That's comedy. Yeah, that's why I, I need to see a reaction to somebody like sniffing this woman's farts. Also, what's the date on that? Like, how long can a fart like will it stay in there forever? Is it is well? It sealed? So that's I, just, I, mean, I have a lot of questions. She's got well, Caleb. You're big on TikTok. She's got a whole TikTok. She says that she? It's, it's most primed within the first two days, apparently. Mm. So. I guess that's the, the expiration period. <laughs> so it, it doesn't age like wine. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've cut my fart for many of people's noses. I've never jarred it. Never jarred a fart. So that's a... Uh, uh, you haven't lived until you jar a fart. I saw some... <laughs> Does she have an OnlyFans? I feel like that's a that's had that's to be bred from like, like an, an OnlyFans, OnlyFans account. Yeah. yeah. She's like, you can buy my fart for thousand dollars right that's probably what's, what more, what's more expensive panties or like worn used or a fart jar it seems the fart jar business is absolutely booming right now so <laughs> I, bet the, I, I feel like it's you know all you got to buy is like jars in bulk and you know buying panties that's kind of expensive unless yeah, you're getting like pack there, panties man. but yeah <laughs> That's what those people want. Yeah, back 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 back. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. All right. I'm gonna this get off is... that topic now. I can talk about it for a while. I'm I'm curious. We need to have a guest on that. We need to that girl's probably too expensive for our taste. We probably couldn't get her on. Maybe like a low someone low on the totem pole of the fart fart scene. <laughs> if I buy you a fart, will you open it on the show? <laughs> you're gonna buy one from her she's making two hundred thousand dollars landon i mean i could find some random person to do it surely well, it's not that much i mean you're probably me. selling them but she, she's also if she's making that kind of money they got to be a decent price too if you get me a fart jar from someone that like does it that'll come on this show and explain it to us i will open it <laughs> they have to they have to come on the show oh my God. like that has to be a part of the deal Okay. Okay. We'll see what we can I'm gonna, do. Get, I'm gonna get deep into Twitter trying to find somebody. I'm, I'm not gonna look <laughs> that, but I'll do my best. Um, I haven't lost my sense of smell either, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm into how, this. Like I'm bought Twitter. in. Yeah. I got one I more I stupidity, losing, and then we can. My, my, stupid of me. My girlfriend cooked the other day, and I was like, I'm so worried. I'm losing my sense of taste. Like. She's like, oh, is it that bad? And I'm like, no, like, it's not bad. I'm just like, not sure I can taste. Like, I have no idea. And she's like, because like, I, can, I was drinking a dark pepper and I was like, I can taste that it's carbonated, but I can't like taste that it's cherry. And yeah. I started eating like stronger things and I could taste it. So I might be losing a little bit of it, but I haven't lost it all. I don't know if you lose it progressively or if it's just over one day. But Your I swear cherry, things Dr. don't. Cherry dark pepper kind of guy? 
Well, dark pepper has cherry in it. That's like the defining taste of it. Oh, does yeah. it? Is that right? Yeah, twenty three flavors. <laughs> this man, this man is a Dr. Pepper guru. Oh, I know about it. I, cherry, I'm pretty sure, is like the defining Dr. one. Pepper. If you could, who would you? Which one would you give up? Would you give up the Vols or Dr. Pepper? Oh, the Vols. Dr. Pepper's never let me down. <laughs> I used to have a mini fridge in my room that, like, I just kept Dr. Pepper. Like, I didn't use it for anything but Dr. Pepper's when I was hungover. And I, it was right next to my bed. Well, it got moved eventually. But it was right next to my bed for a little while. And I would just move over, open it up, grab my Dr. Pepper when I was hungover, bring it back to life. That's all I needed. Yes. So, yeah, cherry is the very – so cola, cherry, licorice, amaretto. Um, yeah, so cherry is like the second one behind cola. It's got a very cherry taste. I didn't That's why I like cheer wine. I don't even like cherries. It's weird. I'll have to look out for it's, it. It's not as like – Right, it's kind of like – it's, it's still so, it's cherry soda. So it's right. Like, I think once you know it, like the next time you have Dr. Pepper, I think you're going to notice it now that I've pointed it out. I know. Now it's I'm one of those. Like, trying to think. They do have a cherry Dr. Dr. Pepper, though, don't they? I I know they have cherry Coke. That's what I was asking. That's why, I mean, cherry Coke, I think, I like regular Coke better than cherry Coke, but I think cherry Coke does have a little bit of a Dr. Pepper taste to it. Yeah. For sure. Um, Last stupidity for me is Barstool, Florida. Tweeted, (laughs) breaking, Kyle Pitts is being charged with attempted murder for this stiff arm, and it was against the (laughs) Buffalo Bills. I mean, you can't be tweeting about tight ends and murder <laughs> when Aaron Hernandez went to your school. You just can't do that. You cannot. I believed it for a second. That's that's why you can't do it. Yeah. yeah I was like, yeah. oh, wow, how'd I miss that? Right. Have you watched the Aaron Hernandez documentary on Netflix? I have. Yeah, it's very strange. Very strange. Do you think he was gay before he was murdered, or do you think being a murderer turned him gay? <laughs> do you think he was gay at all? Do you think he was gay at all? Like, do you think that dude was just BSing? Because that sounds like the biggest load of. I'll I'll say that I think there is something seriously wrong with him. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I also don't, don't know. If I don't you know. Like, I mean, he just had a lot of issues. I don't know what. I don't know if he even knew what he was. He was just. <laughs> I don't think so, you could blame it all on football either. Like how everyone's trying to blame Antonio Brown on CTE. It's like, I'm sure he's got some problems. Like I'm sure football's not made it easy because of the head trauma, mm-hmm. but there's way more people that have played football that don't do crazy shit like him <laughs> that have CTE as well. And then you have guys like Antonio Brown and Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> it's like, I don't think that's the entire issue. Yeah, maybe you have a little bit of crazy before you play football, and then it just yeah, escalates. It accelerates it. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude. That dude was a again, murderer. <laughs> going back, if that if a security guard would have tackled Antonio Brown in the end zone, I mean, we could just give – like the sport has no more meaning anymore. That would have just been the, the grand finale of football. And, and technically speaking, he did get cut before he left the sidelines because the statement was like, if you don't go back in, you're cut. So, like, at that point, when he takes off his gear, he's cut. So, wasn't he technically a streaker? Like, I think we should be asking the question, did the security yeah. job security guard fail to do his job? I think that's the better question. Oh, so there was some um, – you know, he got treated differently than 
right. everybody else. NFL player privilege. Ex-NFL player privilege. It's bull crap. It is. I think he should have been tackled. It's, it's unfair. Cancel. Cancel that security guard. Or is he the best pitch evader of all time? I mean, he made it in the locker room. That's true. Escaped. I mean, it's a good point. Is he better than that one guy that apparently made Why was he released today? If he was already cut, why was he released today? Well, I I don't know when he was actually released, but the statement he said was – I mean, Bruce Bruce Arians Arians told me – He said after the game, he said he's no longer a Buccaneer. You got to wait for that paperwork to hit. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Legal battle. Who's the Bucs GM? I'm sure the Buccaneers GM was like, yeah, we're not cutting him yet. (laughs) Right. I don't know what, what kind of relationship they have. I'm sure they're like, let's see if we can work out a guy like AB to be on this team. So that may have been why it took so long. Crazy. Dude, I want Madden 23. I want like a – how they always do the dumb experiences. I want like an Antonio Brown experience where you can just <laughs> – all the stupid stuff you've always wanted to do is like the story mode in Madden. You just get to be Antonio Brown. <laughs> would you, you like to refuse to... to sit out this game until you can get the hand <laughs> you want? Right. <laughs> I Straight would. to field, press Y. You're out for five weeks due to your, uh, you froze your feet off. <laughs> you you went too hard in rehab. Sorry. Right. You're done. Would you like to move into Tom? Would you like to uh, transfer to the Bucks, get traded to the Bucks, and you get to move in with Tom Brady? Absolutely. You can stay in Giselle's room. Done. Sold. That's the next VR experience. The meta metaverse. Everyone's going to be AB. Moving in with Tom Brady. Dude, I saw some virtual reality. I don't know what I was scrolling through my timeline, and there was something that was retweeted, and it was a guy with his virtual reality, and he had a doll that he was just humping, <laughs> and then like they had a screen of him like having intercourse with some figure. I feel like that's why virtual reality was discovered. Like, I feel like the per- first person to like figure it out was like, I'm doing this to have sex. And then yeah. they've been like, oh, we can do so much with this. You can ride a roller coaster. It's like he he puts on this like thing, you know, the vir- right Oculus thing. And then everybody's around him watching him. He's just sitting there oh, just he's, going at wow. it. Wow. Does he know it or was that like a prank? Like you used to, you know. I mean, I'm pretty, it was, it seemed like it was at a convention. Like oh, he had he's a like, booth, oh, but he was just let me show, like, there. You can ejaculate. It's very easy. Let me show you. <laughs> but I was like, definitely, what, uh, is, what is up? Like some people, Jesus Christ. He's definitely a fart in the jar kind of person. I worked, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole genre. <laughs> yeah. He's got a collection of <laughs> jars in his house. <laughs> Do you think they keep the jars after? Because remember, it's got a two-day expiration. They can't just shelf them. No, someone's figured out an aging process where they've like got it. They've got <laughs> vacuum sealed. Like <laughs> it's like a it's like a cigar. Uh, God, what are they called? Oh, they, they the, put uh, one of those the rooms or whatever. The, uh, yeah, they put it in the humidor. Yeah. <laughs> this will last ages. I've got it down to science. Yeah. <laughs> we're sniffing a cu- we're sniffing a Cuban tonight. <laughs> She's Cuban descent, like she or he. I don't, dis- I don't discriminate farts. Oh, this has gone off the rails. I love it. I feel bad. For I feel like it could just be anybody's fart. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's kind of like the panty thing. Like, and <laughs> it's a, there's a big trust process going into this whole this whole uh, exchange. I mean, yeah. Videos and pictures, while they're they can be faked. 
a little bit harder. We got you just getting a random delivery in a jar. It could be anything. There's <laughs> more issues after dark. Got water. I love it. I think we should have had to wait like two more hours to go on, but it's okay. <laughs> Do you drop ship a fart? Like, I don't <laughs> <laughs> that's the next thing. You're going to have drones flying these suckers in. She's like, this is a premium one. It only has one day life sh- shelf life. You better get this. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is on it. <laughs> that's why he's been working on this rocket. Yeah. Getting these things delivered cross country real fast. Freaking stork style. <laughs> or stockpiling Mars. I love it. Guys, before you hop off here, and you're, if you're in my fantasy league and you've not Venmoed me my winnings, uh, send them to me, and you can send me Landon's too. <laughs> Make sure it gets the right hands. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry I, about I saw you. Um, you didn't put my Venmo in right, hoping it would just go to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know how that app got in there. That's, uh, that's how just out of it I am. So that was impressive. You're good. All right, guys. Y'all good? Everybody good? good. Awesome. Guys, good. thanks for listening. Caleb will have our store out where you can purchase some T-shirts and different items in there. So go check that out as well. Um, that's all we got. We're bringing the boat in. We out.